That's better. All right. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Lauren. Wait. Are we doing the intro in post like we do with the normal episodes? I, I thought we'd changed over. We've only done like three of these. Right. And they've never been the same. I think the last one yeah, we just rolled into it. There wasn't even an intro. I just did some Wait, intro we, music. We didn't do the intro. There was no intro. Oh. We just started talking. Well, hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying About the Bomb no. podcast, where we go over <laughs> performance worst nightmares. If you, um, this is your first episode, um, we we should cover some bombs, probably. I mean... Eventually, at some point. At we'll some point. Yeah, usually we have a guest on. Usually. And it uh, bothers me that I can't see your face on the camera. Have you tried putting the mic stand in your lap and just, like, having it stick up in uh, your face? Is that a serious suggestion? I want you to try it. I want okay. you to try and and unmangle the entire spaghetti nonsense of the table without you, spilling your beer. Are we going to have to re-intro? No. This is the episode, baby. This is the selfish cast. Oh, this, this is for us. Well, I feel like this is mostly for you. <laughs> hey. What happened? Okay. What happened to Kevin Rupert? Oh, boy, dude, that's it's right. It's not like we're just forcing, uh, foisting <laughs> us upon you. We wouldn't do that. We're not Except foisters. for the two or three times. <laughs> we were planning to do this again anyway, but people just kept asking. And We've got a whole lot of folks. I think the audience and God wanted this to happen. They wanted another selfish cast because yeah. God struck down his car. <laughs> <laughs> That is exactly what happened. Yes. Kevin's car broke down. He couldn't make it. And we were like, you know, well, first he offered to do it on, on Zoom. And I was like, no, we've evolved past that. Our we don't do that anymore. deserves better. <laughs> they deserve us drinking Miller High Life. We can't go back to the before times. <laughs> with, with a 0.8 second delay on everything that every person says. Like, no, I, I can't go back. So oh, I was just yeah. like, we can do it another day, man. You know, that that conversational rhythm affects me so bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have so much of it to begin with. <laughs> and then you throw in that. I think it at times it actually like knocked me straight. It's like really the, the George Costanza thing where it's like, yeah, it's just enough delay you were able that to like I was walk on, into for, it. For the first time in my life, I'm like, hey, I'm kind of killing this conversation <laughs> as far as timing goes. <laughs> and then Fauci had to come out with his damn vaccine. <laughs> yeah. And then, then everything went back to the way that it was. Yeah. Well, no, it didn't. But this, the new normal, is that what everyone calls things? Let's not cover the new normal. <laughs> But what does that mean? Because you have a new normal in your life. Oh. Big change. See how good I am at podcasting? Yeah. Boom. Painted you want to talk nails. about that? Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, They're great. <laughs> <laughs> so several months ago, uh, a Tory of downtown Sasquatch's fame. Shout out to the other podcast. Yes. Um, and I were like, hey, government. <laughs> We want to get married, and we don't want to invite anybody. Yeah, so how do we make like, that happen? That's sad. You have to have at least two people. <laughs> <laughs> so I approached you and Gretchen Schultz. Yeah, you were yeah. our witnesses, and we stressed for months. It was wearing on me. Wait, what do you mean? I mean, it wasn't that bad. Was we, it the secret? 
Uh, no, the secret actually probably made it easier. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're both like that. We <laughs> like if people don't start stop talking to us about it, <laughs> we have to think about what they're thinking as well. We'd yeah, th- we'd rather do that after the whole thing. Precise. It, it, it's funny because like the way that you guys approached your wedding was something that came up in an earlier episode about not inviting other people's opinions and stuff yeah and that's exactly how you guys approached your <laughs> wedding it was just like no we're not gonna we're yeah, not going also to. i didn't want um anyone to tell her not to <laughs> <laughs> if no one knows no one can talk her out of it yeah <laughs> yeah dude it was it was a very beautiful ceremony uh it, the, it like, wasn't supposed to be well <laughs> what the Okay, <laughs> ideally it would have been as beautiful as possible, but we were going to have it in a courthouse because we thought that's w- what you could do. Right, little so low-key. months in advance, we were we were on top of this planning. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't do really marriage were. like I do podcasting, clearly. <laughs> or at least Story doesn't, and then I have to put an effort to. <laughs> you got to match that energy. <laughs> yeah, you, you can clearly see who I'm taking notes from now. <laughs> But we got we got the like photographer months in advance. We yep. got the judge at the courthouse months in advance. Yep. Um, and then a week beforehand, we're like touching base with people. The photographer won't answer. Uh-oh. The judge is in Europe. Yeah, that's a big uh, mistake on the judge's part. Yeah, I feel like yeah, we we pl- planned out too far in advance. Yeah. So what ended up young. happening? Um, the phot- photographer did get back with us, which was good because we wanted we want somebody who matched our style, and she did. And you've seen some pics. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They are absolutely oh. fire. Uh, like I mean, a lot of that you guys are carrying a lot of weight in those pics with the outfits, like. You that could be the deal. best photographer in the world, but if the outfits are just, you know, boring, then that element of the photography is going to be boring. I think we covered the suit before. Yeah. I, you, I think you forgot that I, I was did. going to wear it for the wedding. <laughs> I didn't specify then. But uh, pinstripe, flower print, bright pink suit. Yeah. Shout out to Twisted Taylor. It was it was demonstrative. It was, it was a yes. statement piece. And... Honestly, we we wanted a pretty cool wedding. So when we were looking at wedding stuff, uh, the straight weddings were not doing it for us. So we no, just Googled gay weddings. Because that's the, interesting. Those are the awesome ones. Right. Those are the ones that were like, yeah. oh, look at the spectacle of this. It's amazing. Let's all and, do that. Uh, Tori wore a... Why am I talking about fashion on my podcast? But it was really cool. Honestly, dude, I... I <laughs> it, it was it was a suit with a... I don't even have the words for talking fashion. What do you, Neither do I. I feel like I'm swimming part, in tar. A top part that was short <laughs> and, then, and then kind of shorts. It, it looked really good. Like It was like a crop top business suit that was hot pink. Thank you. Or do those words make more sense? Yeah. I don't know if they do. You saw me struggling. <laughs> I was like, any words to assign to what this is? <laughs> yeah, y'all look sharp as fuck. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the outfits helped a lot because when when you told me that, that it was happening at a park. That's right. I didn't say what happened with the judge. Oh, that's right. Yeah, let's get back to that. Okay, because that judge was in Europe. They gave me some numbers. It's like, maybe call the Kenton County Courthouse, see if they have an opening. I called them. Their judge didn't have an opening, but they were like, look, we got a list of magistrates, which 
I don't know what they do. Apparently weddings. Yeah, that that's pretty much a lot of it, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But You're paid by the, the city, first maybe. lady, Katie, she, she gave me a business card. We'll shout her out later. It looked like you were reaching for it in your back pocket. I thought you had prepared. They spend a business card, spend a lot of time in my pocket, and then they get lost in a book or go in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, business card. Sorry, Deller. (laughs) (laughs) Katie Shoemate hit her up if you want a wedding. But she was able to do it last minute. She recommended an awesome park, which is weird for us because we have dogs, so we know a lot of parks. Right. And it had, like, a view of Cincinnati. It was so scenic. It was hidden inside the park. We had had a moment of pain where we called her and Gretchen was right behind us. Yeah, yeah. So she was able to follow us and we were able to get step-by-step instructions from Katie, MVP, yeah. magistrate, very... Personable. Personable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we're like, oh God, I hope Lauren makes it because he has the marriage license and yeah, everything your else. Literally everything else we needed. <laughs> But we got married in like 15 minutes, and uh, then we did a two-hour photography shoot. Yeah, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. But but honestly... Uh, and we had Carabas in it. It was good. Hour two recovery. The best way to make up for a two-hour photography session is to carbo-load and then yeah. nap a little before you go out. <laughs> and get unreasonably drunk. I'm glad that you got unreasonably drunk. Yeah, I'm glad it was a fun time. That's the one tradition of weddings that we did not <laughs> want to leave behind. <laughs> it's the only traditional part of the thing is afterwards. Yeah, if we're going to get shmammy wasted. <laughs> yeah, I noticed the point of the night when people stopped laughing at my jokes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, OK, you're not making sense anymore. <laughs> yeah, you might want to just giggle and be part of the group that way. <laughs> but it was my wedding day. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe no one gave you more pity laughs. <laughs> That's yes. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Pity. You know, laughs. I like that. Or at the very least, you know, they don't laugh, but then they compliment your all's outfits one more time. I feel like a lot of people fell back on that, but the <laughs>, laughs mean more to me. We know that. We know that. <laughs> Do you, I know you've already been asked this question, but uh, and it really hasn't been that long, yeah. but do you feel different? Not really. I'm not stressed about a wedding anymore, but we've effectively been married for like a year and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've been doing the thing for a while, you know. We just decided to make an event out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I think, um, yeah. Do do we, we don't married couple fight, do we? I don't don't think we do. I mean, at least not what I've witnessed um, from living well, here. Well, um, from you've been living here for what two or three weeks? Yeah, yeah. It's been that long. Feels way longer. We <laughs> are pulling you into a battlefield. I don't know if you knew this, <laughs> but you, what do you mean by you that? You have to pick a side. Um, uh, don't I, choose now. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not no, doing no, this. No, 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 no. You have to pick a side. I'm not. Do- I'm on Vamp's side. I'm on Vamp and Paul's side. Okay, well, they're on my side, so. <laughs> Are they? Clearly. I- Listen. I, I don't know if the, I don't know if the dynamic the- of your house is what you think it is, Luke. <laughs> look, look, look. I know what it looks like from the outside. <laughs> I don't have the heart to dole out the punishments. That's fair. That's so, fair. So unless we want spoiled ass dogs, the dog trainer is the one who keeps them in line. 
That makes sense. And while she does have years before me with them, I think I can slowly overcome that just by being the f- the fun father figure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How long do you think that'll take? Um, like what's what's the time frame on you well, that's circumventing the, the emotional connection that it she might, has? They might die first. <laughs> They don't live a super like dogs this live a long time. This planet is a slow burn, and they are not long for this world. But trust me, their last three years of life, they are going to be completely loyal. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm not turning my my wife's dog against her. <laughs> yeah, but the house has been good. Uh, I yeah, know we're we're uh, wedding stress is out of the way. Thank you for your service, sir. I, I literally could have not have done it without you. I am aware that you... I needed a signature. Yep, you had to have ink on paper, and I was more than willing to sweat through the only dress shirt that I have. Yeah, it was a little hot. And I did... Can we just talk about the fact that literally the entire group, everyone's in bright, beautiful colors, and I'm in dark-ass shit like I was going to a funeral? I did notice that. Yeah, hate that about myself. Want to buy all new clothes. Want to throw out all my socks, Luke. Jesus Christ. It looks like you left Sunday school and you stopped buying formal (laughs) Jesus, why are you so real? Don't be that accurate. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Fuck. Replace Sunday school with Bible college, you piece of shit. I forgot you had formal. You had... I just went to Sunday school longer than most folks. That's all it was. My Sunday school had a tuition. Yeah, higher education Sunday school. Jesus They make Sunday schools after you're 12. And at that point, you have to get a degree. I hate my life. I want a haircut and a new body. No, uh, right. no, I just want new clothes. Like, gee, I want, I want a new in vibe, the right dude. Household. We got some, we got some thrifting shit. I man. know. Um, Y'all after got vibe. I recover from the financial blow of a wedding, <laughs> <laughs> we can afford to go to a thrift store, <laughs> and then maybe we'll drink something other than High Life on this podcast. <laughs> All in due time, everyone. All in due time. Yeah, everybody's real disappointed. They're like, damn, I wanted to hear what fresh ass. Nope, high life. Yep, that's right. Nothing You're fancy. John Holmes. I think John Holmes is the reason I drink these. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Because, like, my go to cheap beer you, is Coors Light. Okay. You have a, a drinking pattern that. We've gotten a little close. Well, not like alcoholism. That's not the drinking pattern <laughs> I was talking about. We, I haven't been here that long. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. You'll meet my dad in a way. <laughs> but we, you have been living with us, so I thought I was as close to you as I possibly could be by being your co-host. Yeah, but not even close. Yeah. Whenever you go out to a bar, you don't order... You don't have a drink. Nope. You see what someone close to you is ordering. You're like, hey, what is that? And you order that every time I've been out with you. Yeah. I have no opinions. This is why I don't have any good clothes. I am literally a void of a person. I've been on the podcast for a (laughs) while. Trust me, you've got some opinions. (laughs) They come out. It's a lot sometimes. even. (laughs) Yeah, but that's usually about people. I have a lot of opinions about people. I have zero opinions about like myself other than like the things I hate. But like favorite color. 
my drink, what I like to put on my body as far as clothing, I literally, I have no That's, even reference points. It took me a while to like develop a musical taste. And I think that is how you do it. You find the things you hate and really? you're like, let's not that, not that. And then you kind of rope yourself into what's you. That's how I found Tori, too. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Really not that. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I don't know, dude. I, I, I might figure out what I like one day, but I, I don't even know what I hate. Because, like, even whenever I yeah. think about hating something or disliking something, I'm like, ah, it's not that bad. Other people like it. It's probably fine. Yeah. Well, it, bringing it back to music i do i'll listen to something that i don't like just mm. to figure out why other people like it yeah like i i found this site uh it's piccadilly records a record store in england okay that there sounds familiar i saw that die on your brother oh my god caught on camera yeah uh, <laughs> that was a vape replacement if you're not watching the video. We call that a gas station pit stop right there. Uh, but they have a lot of like staff recommendations. It's like a famous record store. You can order, you know, vinyl oh, records off of it, but they'll have like staff picks of the week. And I've been listening to a lot of like disco inspired stuff which i don't really like disco or like beats put together but i'm like there's something here yeah and then i'll find the part of it i do like and then head in that direction which is like funky shit yeah dude yeah, i funky, love funky dope shit i love funk i the only thing that ever sparks joy in me are things that i find weird yeah. But I find that Im immediately that's a controversy. That's a contradiction because the only thing, the only reason it's weird is because I haven't seen it before. I get that. But also it's like, I don't like pop P music because of that. And yeah. It's a very pop sound in common with all the stuff I don't like. Ah, okay. So I think there's a more specific flavor to that stuff. Yeah. That leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Okay. I could get behind that. Cause like I don't know I I don't want to tell you how to be you because that's it sounds right, like that's been your problem this exactly whole fucking time <laughs> my issue is I don't know how to do anything until someone tells me how to do it and you can't tell someone how to be themselves right and yeah. music is something that I absolutely love and I'm very passionate about yeah I and mean, still, you're pretty good at it oh thank you yeah I still have no opinions I I can't you could literally play me anything and I could find what I like in there not in just the way where you're avoiding the things that you dislike I used to think I hated country music and even the fucking hacky poppy bullshit country music I'm still just like well why is my leg tapping to that mm. there's some I just love music that much that you're going to be hard pressed it's like pizza you're going to be hard pressed to put pizza in front of me that I won't eat and just be like yeah I have another slice huh the things that I do like, I like them way too much. <laughs> and I think that's why I don't have any opinions about anything else. Well, is, is our selfish cast just you searching for a personality? Was I didn't mean for it to be that. I was honestly paranoid about this all day. I was like, Lauren, don't do this. Don't dive into your own psychosis on the podcast. And here we are. It took one high life. Don't tell him I had three before this. two does. <laughs> Well, five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad at math. You don't have to rub that in, too. Mm, oh. <laughs> yup, it's just a big attack on... 
Some of us got married this weekend. <laughs> Look, I don't want to talk about that anymore. We did a whole thing we about sat it. Through Fifteen minutes of ceremony. It I was know. hot. It was the only hot part of the day. We gave you a keychain. <laughs> you gave me three, and they're all dope. Yeah, but honestly, <laughs> they pale in comparison to the handmade card. Like honestly, the card is. I'd like to say I had more to do with that. <laughs> I think the keychain was, it was one of our ideas, but are you trying to burp? <laughs> yeah, it, it had trouble making it out. Gotcha. It was getting stuck on the way up. Oh yeah. That was that. That's the high life. <laughs> that festered in my mouth and came out concentrated. So Jesus, I mean, I changed this microphone. Cover. <laughs> it's fine. I have more. Um, I think, I pitched the idea. I witnessed this ceremony, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. And then Tori's like, "How about a keychain?" Keychain's better. Yeah, and the fact that there are three of them. (laughs) (laughs) What uh, have you been a part of anybody else's weddings? Um, I was a best man for my buddy Carl. Oh, lucky dog! Yeah, I was at a wedding where a dog was a best man. (laughs) <laughs> you said you didn't want to talk about my wedding <laughs> And Paul was not the best, best man He was the best boy I'm so sorry, best boy <laughs> I apologize for the misnomer <laughs> He got confused He was bringing like uh, mic equipment And he had a sound set up He had a gaff <laughs> And we're like, no, put the bow tie on, Paul <laughs> Give that back to whoever you stole it <laughs> Right? Paul, he's miscreant. He's a miscreant little scam. Yeah, I do. I do feel a little bad about the secrecy. Whereas, you know, I don't want people to feel left out about it. So right. We tried to keep it a secret from as many people as possible. Which yeah, is yeah. Pretty much everyone. If you ostracize everyone, then no one can get upset. Ostracize is a strong word. We can that, edit that, that out that later. Feels bad. <laughs> nope. I'll take it. <laughs> It's not how I meant it. <laughs> but if you politely exclude everyone, then everyone's on the same playing field. But I was t- uh, before the wedding, I was talking to people about like Norm Macdonald, you know. Yeah. He died and he kept his cancer a secret. Right. From everyone. Like even like in the in the special, quote unquote special he came out with where he just recorded it in front of you don't have to a laptop. Say quote unquote, it was pretty special. It wasn't in front of an audience. I was a little disappointed by that fact, but so is the world. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, in the interviews afterwards that got together his friend, uh, like Conan O'Brien, who um, he did some of like his funniest late night bits on his show was like, and when he found out he had cancer after he died, he was like, did he just not tell me? Like, was he mad at me? Right. Yeah. And I was talking to some comics about that. And one of them was like, nah, you shouldn't do that. That's fucked up. And then I'm like, I got a secret wedding plan and I'm, I'm feeling like shit right now. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. You should totally not keep secrets like that. (laughs) Like my hero. (laughs) I don't know, man. I disagree. Do what's right for your life. That's, that's, that's that's a pretty strong uh, thing. I think it worked out well. 
Uh, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, there was a whole I four can't... hours before the word divorce got dropped. It was adorable. No, that was very funny. <laughs> I don't know who whose bit you were referring to because we both threatened to divorce it each other. It was simultaneous. Lot. It was like you guys were finishing <laughs> each other's sandwiches, but with divorce. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the next wedding should go smooth. It's probably going to be to her as well, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I kept being afraid that something would go wrong and like this car is going to run out of gas. There's going right. to be something where, so but it all went smoothly. Smooth as it possibly could have yeah. gone. Like literally nothing went wrong. It was a beautiful day. And Carabas I mean, it, was I delicious. I couldn't say that until it was over. I'm like, nothing went wrong. Right. Because <laughs> until it was over, yeah. until you were too drunk to make jokes at the comet. <laughs> and then I was feeling really good about everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not really accustomed to bar hopping. That's never been really my thing because I'm be lazy. Fun. Yeah. But that was a good time. Well, Gretchen generously clutch move. Clutch move. To DD. Yeah, very clutch move. Um, but like And both of you guys bought us drinks. That was Well, what did you nice. expect? It's your fucking wedding night. I mean that, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> 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 I, I snuck away and bought myself and Tori a drink out of pride. <laughs> Did oh, you really? And, um, uh, Allison Venmoed me. That's right. Because so, she couldn't buy you. Allison you didn't have an opportunity staff? to buy you drinks. So she just Venmoed you the money that, yeah, yeah. that's an incredibly nice Yeah, gesture. And the wedding reception was whoever was at the bar at the time. And Hell yeah. <laughs> I think we sent out a message to the D&D group. Yeah. yeah, and folks actually like flocked in. It was pretty nice. Yeah, we had to chase Bridget down. That's why we ended up at the Comet. She was working, but <laughs> which almost didn't happen. Like she was about to leave. Like if we had gotten there any later, or if she hadn't stayed any later, and she, you know, Bridget, she wasn't leaving early to sneak on over to Chameleon. We had to track her down. Right. Had, yeah. Right. She slips off into the night. She's gone. She's slippery. <laughs> yeah, we've heard how she quits jobs. <laughs> Don't let her go on a lunch break angry. <laughs> no, she will be gone. She was complaining about someone there that night. <laughs> yeah, I still feel bad about how I ordered my drink. I mean, I know she's a friend oh and God. she took it well, <laughs> but dear God, you mentioned how I have no opinions and I can't order drinks right. And when I don't have a drink to look at, I will say the worst thing you can say to a bartender. Surprise me. I feel like when I kid you, I don't realize how long it lives in your head. And I'm not going to stop, but I think you should change the way you feel about it. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, shit. So now you're married, man. What's the plans for the future? Like, what are, what are the long term goals? We're going to get some goats. Uh, yeah, some goats to clean up the yard. Um, yeah. Being married. That's that's a good enough plan. Hell yeah, dude. Well, that's we a do, decent we do thing to land on. We want a, to plan an anniversary like party a year or two in the future yeah. at some point and just invite everyone. Get everybody and in. We'll probably have told our families by that point. Right. So, probably. Yeah, or they listen to the podcast. So, you're welcome, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just fucking said the words, you're welcome, Mom. 
I had a shtick on Lauren's podcast that was sorry, mom, every time that we cursed. And then they foolishly. I know. Okay. Maybe our audience does too. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't remember, before you stopped doing Lauren's podcast, I had a little podcast I put together. Oh my God. So I I have listened to Jesus Christ. I just mansplained a podcast that you have ripped on before. Hell yeah. Well, uh, all over the place. (laughs) No, I mean, for the listeners who haven't listened to it, it was, it was good. Like what? Lauren sucks. No, no. I, I, I liked your podcast. It was a bit. I just don't know how to think. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've listened to all of Lauren's podcast socks. I should know this about you. <laughs> oh God. Luke, um, when are you gonna fix me? Um another drink. Do you need a high life? I could use one. Yeah. But um I'm not because really <laughs> um a person can only fix themselves, and you just have to let that happen. So if we're listening here and maybe we're driving in the car, maybe we're in the office, just take a quiet moment. Drift off. Thank God that's over. The beer is back. What were you doing? Um, I was guiding people in meditation. We didn't make it to the meditation part. <laughs> okay. That's, you, were, you were still on the guiding part? Yeah. I, I was segueing into guided meditation. That's my move when <laughs> you're not here to make things exciting. <laughs> Just almost literally putting people to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, that can be some of the best kind of ASMR, though. Right. Have you ever thought of leaning into that? Just like rubbing your mustache on microphones and shit? I think I've done it on the podcast before. I I know. I've listened to it and I've EQ'd it in specific ways. It's very interesting. (laughs) I've saved it in a secret file (laughs) I have for myself. It's not a secret Fagin file. Faganbush mustache rubs, and it helps me get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what is in that file on my computer. <laughs> yeah, um, it'd be good to um, steer more into some comedy. Oh, on the why? podcast, and it's not like we do much of that anymore. Well, I would like to get out more. I know, dude. We, we Jesus. You gotta get to indie because Justin has to pick up speaker. He's in the contest tomorrow. He is. And I'm you sure mean two he, days he, ago. I'm sure he <laughs> is proud of himself. I'm sure he is. Yes. And also will be. And pleased about the res- it, result. I, I'm trying to be general and make it look like we, we know what's going to go down at the contest. But also the thing about. Justin is regardless as to what has or will happen. Yeah. He will be Justin Atkins, very funny comedian. Yeah. Just for people who don't know him. So I'm sure everyone who listens to our podcast does, but were we only using his first name up until that point? Yep. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> we kind of you know, it's amazing that we don't already have a ball pit for all the balls we drop on this podcast. <laughs> Bam! That's another goal. Hell yeah, dude. Get a ball, ball pit. pit in the house. We've got a disco ball. We've got a light tent. We... <clears throat> have I told you that I've seen the ball pit construction totally work in a house in Louisville? Like, I've sat in you a constructed... Have friends with a ball pit? Mm, not friends. Uh, Acquaintances. D- wouldn't even know Sworn how to find enemies. these people now. Partied with them once in college. Oh, those types of friends. Yeah, those yeah. acquaintances. <laughs> uh, that was also when I learned what polyamory was. 
because that that was those folks in that house. Uh, it was a three cool. bedroom, nine people living in it. And they still had room for a ball pit, which tells you that, like, if you can't make room for your Tupperware, you're just doing your life wrong. Yeah, that's a lot of utensils. <laughs> but seriously, it was one of the most chaotic places I've ever been to. Are you ready it to open like another it. beer? I'm trying to wait for you. Yeah, get all of the highest of lives in you. See, Ooh. we can do this in unison again. And, oh, almost. The one on the last episode was, like, ridiculously in unison. And it's not like I was, you know, editing well, that footage yesterday. if we yesterday. do that um, every time, it's less special. Oh, that's true. That's very true. So, um, so do you have any shows coming up so that we can talk about yes. comedy that we're doing other than... Well, first of all... Or do you have any bombs that you want to talk about that have happened recently? Is this recently? coming out this Friday? I think so. Um, tomorrow. Oh shit! Phil po I'm not on it. Phil Pointer has an That's album right. recording at Urban Artifact. It absolutely every single person should be there because Phil's at fucking everything. Yeah, and he loves everyone. Yeah, not only because he says that after every set, but also because he shows it, and he's very yeah. funny, and he deserves asses in seats. You could have left some things for me to say. Well, I I, I also love Phil, and I would repeat everything that Luke just said. I thought Phil love was eternal, so I think out <laughs> of eternity you could pull a line or two. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, you want me to work hard and think? <laughs> Fuck, man. I thought my job was just to be... <laughs> no, I mean, I think both our jobs is to be here so we can say mean things about each other. Yeah, that's, that's most of what that's... we... I don't want to say mean things about Phil. Just go to the show. Go to Phil's show. Phil is absolutely fucking amazing, and the world doesn't deserve him. The scene doesn't deserve him. Go to his show. It's going to be an amazing time. I'm going to say this 16 more times and then edit them all out. I'm just kidding. And the week after that... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you should go to uh, Urban Artifact again on Friday for John Hayes. It's actually a free show. That's right. He is headlining Urban Artifact outside. Wait, so outside? Yeah, like in the canopy tent? Part party to the outside. I the out like that. Doors. I like that. That's well, going to be yep, fun. That was our choice. We love it. And. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> and um, I'm on Helltown, I think, at 820, so... Hell yeah. You gotta, put you that way back in the calendar. That's... Plenty it's, of time it's coming. to we'll mention it again. out. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're around August 3rd, you can come see me in the finals of the contest. Hell yeah. Do you, do you have any other things that you want to get on this episode? Well, Jesus, I better... We're at like 40 minutes, so... <laughs> Are you for real? Yeah. Jesus Christ, we did the plugs way too early. We did. This is what happens when the screen's oh, so far away, I can't tell how long we've been yeah, talking. I'm not going to scoot it over. Of course not. I Why wanna, fix it now? I want to go way long, because they deserve it. They do. They do deserve more of just you and me. Yes. And no other guests <laughs> that to sounds offer like they input. Did something fucked up and punishing them. <laughs> we know what you did. And this is why we're releasing a two-hour episode of Just Us. So That's right. Sit back and take your goddamn medicine. Selfish cast. <laughs> we have some bombs? Do we have some bombs? Well, you might know if I have some bombs. You witnessed that Sarah Tolomash weekend. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. I don't, I don't necessarily think that those were... 
I mean, yeah, they were hard to watch, but <laughs> okay, <clears throat> not all of the time. <laughs> Listen, I th- I felt like I had some good shows in there. You did. You had some very good and shows there in there. Were some rough audiences that most of the audiences weren't great. I, I powered through in an admirable fashion, <laughs> and there were some shows where you know I deserved it. <laughs> Wait, I honestly don't think that you deserved any of them, but I didn't see all of the shows all of the weekend. Oh, true. Well, there was one where um, I was looking out for a light. I just assumed the person in the booth was going to be running the light. And <gasps> I forget who was in the booth. So I did like 17 or 15 or something. Oh, my God. And um, did anybody say anything to you? Like, Well, <clears throat> um, I said I'm going to do one joke and get off stage and a certain club uh manager booker clapped so that that was funny (laughs) 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 oh my god oh what night was that uh that was the first show i did that was thursday that was thursday yeah how many people were there 11 11 oof maybe no that was less 11 was like saturday no, there was Saturday night, which was a weirdly small crowd. Yeah. And then Sunday was fine. Yeah, Sunday was surprisingly good. But, like, the the thing about the shows that I saw, like, the crowds just didn't really... It, I got the impression that they didn't know that they came to see a comedy show. Like, they all just wandered in from some other place. Like, they didn't well, know what to expect. You did say Sunday night was fine. Yeah. There was an instance... Am I misremembering things? Oh, you weren't at the Sunday show. That was the one. That explains why I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Where a lady in the audience came and she she was acting kind of off. And the headliner asked, is like, hey, anything going on? What's up with you? I was in the green room. This is secondhand. Right. Uh, and she's like, my son died two weeks ago. And... The headliner did a great job of recovering so much so that I didn't learn about it till after the show. I came out and it's like, oh, she's doing pretty good with like a tough audience. Yeah, right. But you had no idea that a landmine had gone off yeah. in the middle of the show. And then Holy the, fuck. the guest, uh, Julia Solomon, was offering to take her out to ice cream. And I'm like, oh, what's up? And there was something up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, OSHA killed it. But that was Sunday, so Sunday Circus happened. We don't have to talk about that. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) And Sunday Circus was great. I didn't stick around for it. It's a wonderful mic. They had an inversion table at the last one. It's a great time. Wasn't that a cool show, man? They kept using the inversion table. Yeah. Oh, hell From what I saw from Wyckoff's Instagram story, (laughs) they kept using the inversion table. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, my God. Cool Showman was one of the coolest things that I have ever seen. And I I kind of feel bad. I was running millions, and that actually went pretty well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you said that some people were coming out. People came out. Well, um, there there were halfway through the show, like, a crowd actually showed up. Ah, so hell yeah. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. You want people to actually show up to your yeah. mic to do it and to also just watch it. Yeah, well, we we had the people eventually. It was like, I don't know, eight or ten people. Um, you can get like third on the list and show up 15 minutes late. 
That's different for any <laughs> open mic. <laughs> How long have you been doing millions? Years. <laughs> I don't know. There's a whole pandemic in there. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah it's hard we, to gab anything we out. We call I was so proud of how socially aware <laughs> me and my co-host Nick Noble were. Oh, that's right. We were hearing like all the virus stuff real early on. It's like, maybe we should call the show. It, it might actually be something. Yeah. And then we called it. And like 15 minutes after that, people were like, uh, yeah, everything shut down. Just everything. <laughs> <laughs> But that wasn't like people letting you know that the world had already shut down. No, you shut down your mic. Independently. Yeah. So, yes, we were behind the public opinion and politicians' opinion, but we, we came to the same conclusion they did on the same time. Ah, okay. I see so. what was going on. Yeah, you were Yeah, you were on the curve. Yeah. Yeah. And it's better to be on the it's curve. Been chugging along. It's been... It was a good time last week. I've had the itch to like start an open mic, and oh, that's yeah? really, really not something that I want to entertain. Well, um, uh, Justin, we can just say Justin. It's Justin Atkins again. <laughs> uh, he's starting an open mic with Cecilia Laird. Yeah, see, that's what happens. My friends do things, and I'm like, that sounds fun. I want to do that too. And that that'll be cool to get out to in a couple weeks. But um, where is that? Do you remember? It's gonna. Fucking ask you. God, we're so good at plugging our friends' shows. Don't mind this gap and, and, you know, don't tell me to vamp. That's a dog in this house. You can't do that. You can say stretch, fill time, keep using synonyms of the thing that you're actually doing in a weird meta way until I find the information I'm thumbing through on my phone. Please find it. I'm out of air. Search a group. <laughs> it's not that How important. How do you search in a group? I don't. I do. You, are you in Messenger or on Facebook? What group are you trying Justin to search? Atkins. Hey Siri, find Justin's open mic. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not the round one miffed comedy hour from 2015. <laughs> nope, that's no, where but... we all met. <laughs> uh, we should we should just stop talking about open mics in general. We've talked about round one miffed comedy hour, haven't we? we we've we never called it that because we never remembered that that's what it was called. <laughs> it was just the mic yeah. at that, uh, what was it called? The bar... Uh, Game time, yeah. sports bar and grill. Yeah, the, you could go there, play some volleyball, play a really right. loud basketball machine. Yep, and some pool and darts. They I went had there and I watched a magician injure himself trying to do a trick as part of a comedy open mic, like a couple years into comedy. What in the fuck? Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was one of those tricks where he had paper bags and there wasn't supposed to be anything <laughs> in the paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess he didn't do it right. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Have, have you ever dabbled in magic? Or like any other type of performance I mean, other than comedy? Oh, um, <clears throat> well, I was in this thing called Odyssey of the Mind, which was sponsored by NASA. It was like a creative problem solving group. Was it performance based? Hold on. Okay. There were two phases. Spontaneous, where you would just get random problems 
and it'd be like, hey, um, this is a verbal problem, so just name things that are like this. You get points based on if your answers are creative. And long-term, where there were several premises, like, and you had to make an eight-minute skit that used all these rules, and then you had to build your own set on a budget, what? and you got points for it being creative. Jesus, wow, like okay. So it, at one point... Used garbage? What? Yeah, yeah, you had to repurpose stuff because you had a budget, and the oh, budget was next to nothing. I gotcha. So, so if you if you recovered and found something... Yeah, it was a big deal. It was cheaper. And I, I think we made like a Van Gogh... A lightning bug and starry night out of like yarn and plastic bottles and uh, I did that kind of a lot. Huh. I did it all through I, into high school. When did you start doing it? Elementary school. Oh shit! I didn't realize it ran through that many grades. Yeah. World competition most times. Got really? It. Oh, there was pin trading at the world competition, <laughs> and the parents would get into it. You would get your state pin, and you would trade for, like, other countries and other states. The parents got into the pin trading. Miss Denise was brutal. She was hustling six- and seven-year-olds. What in the out shit? Out of their pins, and she would come out with these towels with, like, she would drop $150 on pins before world competition. She'd go out in the lawn, and it was just covered with, like, Hundreds of people running around with their pen towels. Okay. I, at first, I didn't understand this woman, and then I remembered that I used to collect magic cards, and I'm like, that's the same part of the brain. It's yeah. just a different she, thing. She was also my piano teacher. She was very severe. She, oh, Jesus. She walked into her house, it, it was like a mausoleum. Was she cracking touch. knuckles with a ruler and shit? She didn't get physical. Oh, okay. Just, it was just more of a tone. mental game. Yeah, yeah. it's worse. Um, but yeah. At one point, you could make your own pin and bring it. Wait, were people doing that? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the mascot of Odyssey of the Mind, O.M., was Omer. Ah, uh, okay. And he was a raccoon. Hell yeah. And I thought it was hilarious to make a pin of a gnomer because I... I was a weird kid. I got into lawn gnomes. <laughs> a lot. So I made like maybe 200 of the... Well, that's not a lot in the pin trading game. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Because, yeah, Cause, you're going to be handing you know, them out. My, my teammates bought a couple sets. Right. Other parents bought a couple sets. And I made a golden gnomer. So there was a set of like five because you wanted sets. So people would be like, oh, I need this many. Right, right. I need the purple one. But I made 50 golden gnomers. I'm like, this is going to be the, the most rare pin ever. It's a golden gnome. And nobody knew about them. I didn't make <laughs> it wasn't popular enough. <laughs> I can't believe that like. So there were pins that people were making and then other pins that were just like manufactured by the om the or whatever state would what have a pen. there was a kentucky pin that you could buy oh oh i see yeah. i see and that's such a weird you'd think thing with the world competition you would get some go some pretty cool places but half the time it was in iowa oh yeah that was a bummer michigan was cool yeah a lot of the time it was in iowa wait like 
Iowa, Michigan, like none of these places sound yeah. super exciting. People, the Chinese teams always killed it, and they would come in from another country to America and take like 12, 14 <laughs> hour flights and be like, oh, great, America, the land of opportunity. <laughs> it's Welcome mostly cornfields. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> opportunity is in corn. <laughs> <laughs> Every kernel's a dream. Yeah. Well, uh, that was a boring-ass story. <laughs> I don't think it was. I learned something new about you, and so did our audience. Oh, I'm sure. You learned what a nerd I was. Next level nerd shit. Elementary, like... middle, high school. <laughs> Luckily, I was cool enough that in college, I just quietly stood against a corner and drank yeah yeah now we're yelling into microphones and drinking <laughs> full circle no it's more oh, like a trapezoid jesus my <laughs> looking at your life like that all kind of spelled out yeah no it's it's fucking rocking got another one of those highlights <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i was doing while you were doing the the theater of the mind acid no, elementary school. No, We're going I was back in elementary school. Well, there was Christ. there was a lot of Odyssey of the Mind to cover, and you're a little bit older than me. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Just the concept that you thought I was dropping acid when I was like seven years old is amazing Maybe to me. Maybe you're one of those merry prankster type kids. <laughs> you got a hold of the wrong orange juice. <laughs> Oh, I wish. Oh, God, I wish. No, I was in Girl Scouts when I was uh, around, like, elementary school age. 100%. I was an honorary Girl Scout. My mom had a troop, and I had nowhere to be. Okay, so you had, like, a million foster brothers and sisters, so... Yeah, 28. It'd be a lot funnier (laughs) if you were an only child and your mom's like, I just want to be a Girl Scout troop leader. (laughs) I know I I have a boy. <laughs> Come along, Lauren. Come or don't, Lauren. I got cookies to sell. <laughs> oh man, no, I never forget when I got old enough to join the Boy Scouts, and my mom was like, "Do you do you want to do you want to come become a Cub Scout? You can do that now." And I was just like, "Why?" She's like, well, you can go and be with the boys, and I was like, "Well, what do they do? Well, they go camping and they learn knots." And I was like, "We already do that. Why would I?" <laughs> My mom's here. Why are you trying to make me leave? <laughs> like, I was very against oh. joining Boy Scouts at first. Dude, were you were you like a mama's boy? 110%. Same. My mom had a rule with the foster kids. I had to be the baby at all times. So take the youngest child syndrome and amplify it by 28 foster kids. Because you kept getting older siblings? Yeah. I don't want to say that's fucked up. No, it is. You can say it. A therapist has before, too. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah, dude, she thought she was doing me a You're favor. You're the youngest child 11 times. <laughs> Did you ever get, like, a surprise foster sibling where you come home and it's like, hey, new, new brother. I got surprised there's someone that lives in your room now. Surprise bunk Holy beds. hell. Surprise, you don't have a room. You live in the basement <laughs> behind the sectional couch with Matt. Yeah, bro, I had surprises. <laughs> oh, shit. I lost my mic. <laughs> it's fine. Let it hang. Yeah, I lost my mic laughing at your life. I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's fine. It's fucking hilarious. Like, it's absolutely bad shit hilarious, the things that went on in my childhood. And I mean, I don't know if you were like, 
it sounds like your mother was very kind. She loved me a lot. Yes. And I wouldn't, she was a very jovial person. Uh, but kind is not the word I would use. Okay. But not, I, not unkind, but not a particularly kind or nurturing type of person. Huh. But not unkind or unnurturing either. Like, it's weird. It's kind of a weird neutral gray I w- zone. I would think it would take a kind person to take that many people in. Or a narcissist that needs their personality amplified that many times. Well, two sides to every coin. <laughs> Just flip it, baby. See which way it goes. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, also, um, you don't have to be caring and nurturing to want $1,200 from the government for each kid. Oh, so there are three sides to this coin. It's a die. <laughs> Roll it. Critical. Yeah. Um, we didn't have 28 all at once, but... We bought a new house with more bedrooms and then added more bedrooms to have foster kids. The house that my parents live in is a 10-bedroom house. It used to be full of kids because they got checks for each one. And that's the only way they could afford it. Is there a statute of limitations we need to worry about? Oh, they their license has already been revoked by the state. It's fine. How'd that happen? <laughs> <laughs> what time are we at? Because that might be a whole nother episode. Oh, dude, we're it went down. We're like 39. <laughs> oh, dude, we got time. <laughs> so it started out with like just one or two kids. Yeah. And the first kid that my mom ever got was younger than me. She sent it back within a week and was like, nope, they all have to be older than my baby. They don't tell you. You can't request one. They just give you a kid. Well, yeah, you can request certain ages. You can also say, like, no violent backgrounds. You can do stuff like that. Okay. But you can't just be like, I want it to look like this and to act like that and to, to respond when I say I clicky want a, clack. A, a, an 11-year-old, very white. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's not a dollar menu. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my mom's stipulations were they have to be older than my youngest biological kid. And, okay. Uh, Still fucked up. Go on. They can come from broken homes. Obviously, they're foster kids. Yeah. But no, no violent offenders. Like no people that have physically hurt anybody. Okay. Or she whatnot. did you a solid that way. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Um. And so we had a bunch of kids in and out of one house, and then we bought and built a big, uh, newer house. And then, uh, at some point after that house was built, we got Johnny, and Johnny's my brother. Mm. Um. I, he's still my brother. There's no blood there. That's my brother. Yeah. Uh, we got very, very close. He also got very, very close to my mom. And then the the social workers picked up on that. And the social in a weird way. No. Okay. Just good. like you're you're a 14 year old in my house, and you come from a broken home, and I'm a deeply religious person that does have a lot of care and compassion. Yeah. And I connect with you in a way. And uh, my mom played favorites. I was always her favorite, and then Johnny came around, and then she had two favorites. Okay. Weird dynamic. Mm -hmm. But the state picked up on all of these things and they were like, you can't be like that. And my mom was like, why can't I love the boy? (laughs) She was like, there's there's other people in the house that you're not loving that much. And maybe this is not okay. Um, And so slowly started pulling kids out of the house until it was just Johnny left. And then Johnny ran away. And then they found Johnny and they put him in a group home and then he ran away again. And then he contacted my mom because my mom had a checking account and he needed shoes. And the checking account was in his name, but he didn't have access to it without her. And so she gave him his money. 
and the state came knocking and they were like, he's a fugitive and you gave him money to buy drugs. You have to work with us to bring him back in now or we're going to revoke your license. Whoa. And she was like, you already took all the paycheck. I mean, kids out of my house. <laughs> what do you mean you're going to revoke my license? But she worked with him anyways, and they brought my brother back in. And uh, and then they ended up revoking her license anyways. How old was he when he came back? Uh, when he first came to the house, he was 14. When they pulled him out, he was like 15 and a half. And then when all of that was said and done, he was like about to turn 17 and then it was just a matter of him waiting out until he turned 18 so he could get out of the system nice and then when that happened he came back to my mom's house as a free a legal adult yeah. and was like will you help me get my ged and then we did that's heartwarming right and he got his ged and then uh he enlisted in the military he spent three years in germany and like being an mp on military bases and like He's got a great family out in Milford. He's a great guy. Awesome story. So you let me talk about Odyssey of the Mind yeah. for God knows how long. And you were just sitting on that, that Hallmark drama. Well, I didn't mean to take it there. <laughs> I'm not usually this heartwarming. So wait, <laughs> just let me try and picture you growing up. You're in a house with maybe 10, 11 kids or something. Did we'll, you, s- we'll say eight on average, plus okay. me and my yeah, sister. Yeah, because people are coming in and out. Yeah. Would you get, like, government officials dropping by? Yeah, caseworkers would come in and talk to these kids. Pretty regularly? Uh, yeah, especially just because um, some of them would come and stay for, like, a year. Some of them would come and leave after a few months. It just depended. Um, and because of that, you've got entry interviews, you've got follow-up interviews. And so Please. if they're there for a short amount of time, it's way more busy in the house because the state people come in to make sure they're settled. Yeah. Then they follow up a week later to make sure that everything's going smoothly. And then there might be another follow-up a month after that to make sure that, you know, nothing nefarious was being hidden during that time. Right. If that kid's only staying there for three months then the process of transfer starts almost immediately after that. Now you've got visits to talk about where they're going and then visits to come and pick them up. So if a kid is only there for three months, you've got the state in your house with social workers five or six times. Times that by eight. That is hectic. Yeah. That's fucking stressing me out just sitting here. I didn't even remember that till you asked me. I had no idea that the state was in my fucking house that much as a child. Yeah, yeah, no wonder I'm anxious as an adult. Yeah, and my family is like, fucking call, and we'll see you in three months after you visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't like live in the country, but our suburb was spaced out enough that we could walk outside in our underwear and it not be a problem at all. Hell yeah, dude. I wish that. Like, one of the... When I moved in with my biological dad in the trailer in Felicity for a short time, it was one of the best parts of that is that, like, there was no one within spitting distance of you. You were in bumfuck nowhere. Your closest neighbor was half a mile away and through trees and stuff. Like, you're not going to be able to bother those folks. You can be as loud as you want. For me, that's a big deal to be as loud as I want. so many fucking fires. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, dude. Volume and arson. That's what we're here about. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, I think that'll do it. That's a good thing. We We, we got... um, How do we wrap these up? We got goals. We got goals, goals. We need to do more stand up comedy to have things to talk about on this podcast other than our past. Yes. And we should also talk about. 
Patreon goals. Yes, we're totally changing how the Patreon's been presented. Sorry, Eric. Uh, <laughs> well, we know what he's watching. We're trying yeah. to cater to his likes and dislikes. You got to cater to the patrons. Uh, and probably a couple more of a couple more of you. Hopefully by now, because this will be on forever. I got married Friday. What day is it? Monday? Yeah. I'm sitting in a chair. We turn the AC off. It's fucking hot. It is warm. I'm recording a podcast for my honeymoon. What are you doing? Yeah. Maybe you should sign on to the Patreon. I don't like being this Lazy aggressive piece about of it. Shit. Don't feel good about nope, this immediately. We tried to be nice. Fuck. <laughs> 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 no, but it's a real good time. We got things yeah. to work. Originally, uh, we were going to try and put full-length video episodes on there, but we're dumb, and we're, honestly, we can't make that work. I'm just, be, I'm just being honest with you. We can't. But we will have like bonus content, like the well, video it, game stuff. We could make it work if we tried hard enough. But stop setting me up for failure. I'm already quitting. <laughs> I'm saying it's not worth it because people don't want to see people sitting there for two hours right so we're going to use this for image. clips and that way you know what's happening but the patreon will have all sorts of bonus stuff on we there. haven't stopped making full-length videos there are things in the works yeah we have currently recorded two streams oh that's right we have yeah. you, you want to give them the news we haven't announced this yet we probably mentioned it, but I'm let's almost tell certain. Them again. We've got a whole new series where we teach each other how to be awesome at video games mm. that we like, that the other person might not like. I feel like you're on a sweeter spot from that angle than you, I am. You try to teach me how to be better at video games. Uh, I feel like yeah, what the are other you doing? vibe is <laughs> laughing at someone being bad at a game. <laughs> that and they don't particularly want to trying play. Trying to make it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but not necessarily making you better. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. That's Guiding fair. you into a place that it's fun to watch. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's not always fun to watch people be real good at something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll have bonus episodes where it's just me and Luke talking about things that we wouldn't normally just put on iTunes or Spotify. We've got one of those on there already. There's a bonus episode where we talk about. The, the us getting kicked off of Urban Artifact, and now we've got these nice video game. We shouldn't call them streams, because that's not what's happening. Yeah, we're not streaming it live. God, no. but God only knows. They're like happened. Let's Plays, in a sense. Um, where And I feel like this, is, this was kind of a sample. We got pretty deep. We learned a little bit about you. I don't know how comfortable you are sharing your... Sorry, that was a high life again. <laughs> Sharing oh, you, you mean my existential <laughs> crisis I had at minute 13 of this episode? Yeah. <laughs> so this is going out to the public. Um, you don't have a choice on that. I mean, it's fucking Monday. We got three or four days to put this up. Yeah, Are I don't we going to find another, another guest? Definitely yeah. not. Kevin Rupert really fucked us in the ass on this. <laughs> <laughs> His car broke down and then my soul broke in half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah we're, we're gonna be more personable and um are we i still don't know what we're doing on the on the patreon on the patreon yes, that's what we're doing that's yeah it. you so, get a little taste little teasy taste why did i do this is it italian no my wrist just hurts 
We got some carpal tunnel braces. I don't think what? those would fit me. <laughs> they seem a little dainty for my clob hoppers. <laughs> yeah, and we also have that D&D group we talked about earlier. And we're yeah, gonna try and that's going to that be a together. thing eventually. We got to get more cameras. That's going to be a whole thing. also just tell us what the fuck you want. We'll do anything. You don't Shameless. even have to pay for the Patreon to tell us what you want. Honestly, just start screaming at us on our Facebook page or on our Instagram comment like subscribe i hate myself can we stop doing this now yeah you can cut as much of this as you want (laughs) (laughs) goals oh that's right um um, i want to say by the i'm gonna start small mm. i'm gonna start small because my other goals um i don't think i met them well, weren't our goals to um, get on stage more? I don't think I met them. I don't think. <laughs> Let's just say <laughs> we make it on to two open mics this week. This we week? Can, yeah. You we, mean so like before Friday? Well, Sunday I'm going to consider the end of the week because that gives us more time. Okay. All right. Two open mics. End of the week. Yeah, we can knock that out in a day. We could do it tomorrow. We could. We probably have to. Lauren's <laughs> got a busy week, apparently. I've All got right. more free time than I know what to do with. I That's like that as true. a goal. I like that as a goal. Two open mics. It's going to happen. We're going to do it. We're going to become comedians. We're going to become comedians. Finals. You're a comedian. I said became. Oh, okay. We're going to became. <laughs> I'm becoming. <laughs> I have a very legitimate goal, and that is to I I want to. Something was said ironically to me, but I actually I really I really want it. Shoot, I want it so bad. Shot. I kind of alluded this a little bit at the earlier bit of the episode, but yeah. I want to have a sense of style, even oh, if it is thrust upon me. Fuck comedy. I'm in the finals, baby. I don't have any fucking goals. <laughs> you did it, man. I'm gonna quit again after the finals. We all know that. Please don't let me. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. I I think I deserve a fucking glow up. I just have no idea how to navigate that or do it. I'm sweating talking about it. Tori will do you upright. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm in good hands. She will not let me do what my first instinct is, which is to dress you up like a silly motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you it's good. You know, I laugh at you. That makes sense because I (laughs) tweeted something about this. And the first response I got was, let me put you in furs. And I'm like, it is fucking July. (laughs) What do you mean furs? No, I mean, he's got a point. Furs look good on you, man. (laughs) I'm picturing it now. No, dude. After no, no first in July. I'm not doing I'm it. I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Does um does the do you know a man named Davy Crockett? Jesus, no. We're n- never he heard of him. He has a song. <sighs> do you want to sing it? I would if I remembered the first line. <laughs> really? Because that was my problem. I was trying to bump that one over Something your way. Something on the old frontier. Davy Crockett. That's not the. That's not even. Is that the melody? Davy Crockett. (laughs) We need to end on something other than that. I feel like we could have ended at least three different beats ago, but you're right. We need something else. We need something else. 
Hey, listen to a little <laughs> podcast called Downtown Sasquatches. Better, um, better. Uh, um, we should just, what do you want to shout out? We got some shout outs. Do we? Yeah. Um, well, shout out to Downtown we, we Sasquatches. We already plugged. Uh, Shout Pointer, out to Go Bananas Comedy Club th- and their tomorrow. new snazzy staff shirts. Oh, yeah, you're working up at the club now. Go see Lauren up at the club. Yeah, that's why I'm busy. Yep. And um, Downtown Sasquatches, Phil Pointer at Urban Artifact tomorrow, July 23rd. Bam. And um, stay kind. <laughs> <laughs> Tell three people about. Jesus. No, the podcast. Tell three people about the podcast. Hail Satan. That's also fine. And (laughs) um, buy me a drink because I got married. Yeah, for the next year. Oh, that was your time limit? I mean, that's when, you know, we'll buy you drinks until you throw the party. Oh, I like that. It might be two years. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.